So if you're wondering why I'm wearing stickers of the New York Jets on my face, it's because I lost a bet because I thought that the Bengals were so good that they could beat the Jets. We're going to talk about that bet. Along with the Jets getting spanked by the Colts, a now 3-5 and five team on Thursday Night Football. And then we're going to get into Odell Beckham Jr., Deshaun Jackson, and all the craziness that's going on around the NFL and where those guys might land. And then, of course, we're going to give you our Week 9 picks right here on the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm Chris Carter with Jet Stickers on my face, joined by your boy Q. It's going to be a fun show. Let's get this going. <laughs> Locked on NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On NFL podcast. I'm Chris Carter. He's your boy Q of Locked On Steelers and Locked On Raiders. We bring you the Friday episode of the Locked On NFL podcast every week. We thank you for making the Locked On NFL podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And this episode of Locked On NFL is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving your community since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an, it's an unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. You know what I'm not loving, Q? <laughs> the fact that I have stickers on my face. I ordered face tattoos, like the things that you, like, stick on your face and they leave, like, ink and then you can wash them off. Yeah. No, they were just straight-up stickers. So I have stickers on my face, but that's fine. I can just rip these off and go to bed after we're done recording this. This is just ridiculous. But the only reason I'm wearing these tattoos, and it's so ironic because they got spanked 45 to 35. 30 by a bad Colts team. The New York Jets, you know, we you did your face bet the week before yep. where you said the the Bengals would 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 lose to the Ravens. The the Bengals beat the Ravens, so you paid up on the Bengals fans who have been saying, "How dare you disrespect our team? Right. How dare you? They're going to be great this year. They're going to the Super Bowl." Woo! Yeah, they're doing all that stuff, right? Well, you said all that, so you paid up. You wore some Bengal stripes in your face last week, and so then you challenged me to to, to wear some stuff on my face if it, to, to make a bet to wear some stuff on my face. <laughs> so I did. I bet on the Bengals. I said, hey, they're the great, the elite, the unstoppable, the Illuminati Bengals. They're not going to lose to the lowly Jets. They're not going to lose to a one-win team. They're going to do fine. No. What do they do? They lose to Mike White. Some guy you ain't never heard of walked in, beat up on Joe Burrow, made him look like a bum, outplayed him, and then here you go. I'm wearing jet stickers on my face because the Bengals are overrated. Just like Skyline Chili is overrated. Just like Cincinnati is overrated. The entire city, the football team, the food they serve, everything is overrated. Am I ranting because I'm mad because I'm wearing stickers? Yes. Am I inaccurate? No. The Bengals are are just poop. They are going to they are going to fall apart later this season. I I told you this was going to happen later. I didn't think it would happen against the Jets, but here I am wearing jet stickers on my face on a night they lost 45 to 30 to the Indianapolis Colts led by Carson Wentz. I'm sorry for yelling so long, Q. Yeah, I mean, I, I was going to just let you keep going, man. I didn't know if you were, you know, if you were done, if you were just going to keep it rolling. So, hey, man, 
I, I was okay with that, but look, the Bengals are a good team. I think this is what happened. Are they? No, are they, they are. Because they lost to the Jets. Are you a good team if you no. lose to the Jets? Well, look, Tennessee lost to the Jets. And they, you know what? They're no. And, you know, I take Tennessee. They're not a good team. They anymore. are they a good team. The they just lost they their best the players, so they're going to be hurt by that. But I do think this, and to your credit, the Bengals, I think, are a good team, but good teams don't overlook bad teams. And I think that they overlooked the Jets and thought that the Jets were going to sleepwalk and they were going to just beat the brakes off them, and they didn't. That's why you have stickers on your face right now that yes. say Jets. It's not – hey, look, it happens. You look good with stickers on your face. It gives you a little – uh, you need a little extra color in your life anyway. Okay, first of all, you stop that. First of all, I'm first just saying. of all, the stuff you put – because you are so dark-skinned, the stuff you put on your face we could barely see last week. That's not this my fault. It's not, not my fault. fault. You're right. It's not. It's not. You were just born with that. That's you right. You were born with that. That's, that's, that's just the truth right there. Me, I'm light-skinned. You can see all of this green, <laughs> all of this white. I have a Jet for Life sticker on my forehead. What has happened to my life? Well, that is what is going on here. The Bengals did this to me because for one time, this is the first time in my life I've ever put any faith in the Bengals because the Bengals fans, they were coming. Come on, guys. They were coming at us pretty win. hard. The Bengals we're fans were coming after us pretty deep. Yeah, they were. We believed in you, and you let us down, and now I look like I this. still believe in them. I still believe I, in them, by the way. You, are, they the, are they the one seed in the AFC? Are they that good? No, no, they're not that good, but they're, I mean. Exactly. They're, they were never that good. They're they, a bunch of overrated pretenders. No, gonna, they have a good record. Smacked. They're they, going to get smacked. They're going to end up being 9-8 and eight this season. They have a good defense. Amazing start. I like defense. They have a good defense. Yeah, they, a good defense does not give up all them points to Mike White. They were overlooking the Jets. It happens. Teams think that they're so good, and, and those are usually teams that aren't that good yet, but they have the ability. Cincinnati's headed in the right direction. They just weren't in the right direction that day for you. Q, look at my face. I know. And then the Jets. They aren't that good. This is the worst part of the whole thing. Then the Jets turn around and get whooped and waxed get on Thursday whooped. night football. Yeah. I, I thought I thought maybe, hey, the Colts aren't a good team. Maybe the Jets win again. And then it's like I'm saying J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. And then I'm like kind of proud about the stickers on my face that, hey, you know what? Maybe I'm ahead of the curve. Maybe Mike White is the next Patrick Mahomes. Maybe he's the second coming. No, he was just the guy that got to play the Bengals last week and lit him up tore them apart, ripped them apart, and showed them they're pretenders and frauds. And well, that's what happened. And then Mike White gets injured, so that yeah, didn't help. That was unfortunate in this game. And then Josh Johnson comes in and throws three touchdowns. What's up with that? Well, he's a seasoned veteran. He's been around the league a long time. And then I think the biggest, the thing that's the worst problem or the biggest issue coming out of this game for me, in my opinion, is Marcus May apparently has some kind of Achilles injury, and I don't know if that it's a tear or not. And if it's that a tear... He's going to be a free agent. He's going to miss out on a lot of money. That's That I feel for him because Marcus May is a really good, talented safety, young, talented safety in the league that looked like he was about to cash in, and he might not get that same opportunity. He's still going to make some money, but he won't get that same opportunity if he's coming off an Achilles injury as a safety. No, yeah, that's extremely tough, and it's it's very unfortunate. And and. On the on the eve, this is the this uh, this next year is going to be the boom of the salary cap. This is going to be when everyone's trying to get paid. It's going to be really rough for for anyone who's injured. So I, I feel very bad for Marcus May. We got to still see the final report to see if, if right. that is what that is. Maybe it's just a, an injury that sidelines him for a little Could bit. Could just be an injury. Yeah, yeah. Well, if that's what it is, we hope so. You never want to see any uh -uh. player hurt. Um, so very unfortunate. But how about our boy Carson Wentz going twenty two of thirty for three touchdowns? And no interceptions, 272 yards, spreading the ball around, hit 
Michael Pittman for five catches for 64 Pittman's yards. Nice. Pittman is Pittman, nice. Pittman's nice. He's Pittman becoming their nice. number one wide receiver. He's nice. I don't think he's becoming. I think he is their number one wide receiver. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, because T.Y. Hilton, uh, he's obviously their number one talent, but with his injuries, Michael Pittman's got to be that guy. Absolutely. But your number one, the number one guy in the Colts offense right now is John Taylor. He's lighting it up. 19 right. carries, 172 yards, and two touchdowns. I believe he's now going to be the top fantasy running back mm-hmm. uh, with Derrick Henry out for the year. Um, well, and that's so- the other thing that this game did. And you got to give the Colts a lot of credit. Now that Derrick Henry's down, and again, like you said, we don't ever want anyone to be injured. You don't ever want to have an advantage because someone's injured. But with Henry out, knowing how much he means to that Titans offense, the Colts still have a, a dark horse chance of catching them. I mean, they're, they they're, some, they're a little bit behind, but they have a dark horse chance of catching them if the Titans go and lose a couple games. They do. They do have, they do have a shot to catch them. I think they're now 4-5 and five right. on the season. Um, and, uh, that's, uh, you know, and, and now like the Titans, the Titans don't have an easy schedule by any means. Like the Titans still have a lot of tough games ahead of them. And those games are even tougher. Heck they got the Rams this week. Right. Like, th- like that was going to be the game of the week. Rams, Derrick Henry, right. no, excuse me, Rams, Aaron Donald, Titans, a- a- you know, uh, t- Titans, Derrick Henry. Der- now he's gone. They still got Julio Jones, AJ Brown, Ryan Tannehill, Kevin Byer. Okay. That's cool. But that team was driven yep. by Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry has 237 touches. The next closest guy is 165. And the only reason I know that is because he's the Steelers' Najee Harris, and I cover <laughs> it. Like, like, like that's ridiculous. Right. Not, and Najee Harris is getting the ball a whole ton yep. for the Steelers, but it's not even close to what the way the Titans were getting the ball to Derrick Henry. That's the crazy part. But with the Titans, they're six and two, and it's great that they're six and two right now. But this week, they've got the Rams in Los Angeles. That's a loss. They've got the Saints. They got the Saints, even though they're without Jameis Winston. That team is built on defense. That's not going to be easy. They'll get the Texans at home. That could be that's a, a dub. Win, but the the Patriots in New England. Yeah, that's gonna be I tough. Mean, who who knows? Because the Patriots have been up and down this season. They got the Jaguars at home. I'll, nah, give, them, I'll give the Titans a dub. But they're on the road in Pittsburgh. Who knows where that's Pittsburgh be tough. will be? Where, where they'll de- will their defense be healthy that week? Where there will Najee Harris be even better that week? Right. Who knows? The Niners at home. That's not easy. The Dolphins at home. That can be a win. The right. Texans on the road. That could be a win. So like I see here, one, two, three. Four wins they definitely should get, which would get them to ten wins. So the, there's ten wins don't can, mean you're in the playoffs, though. Ask the Dolphins it, a year ago. Well, the, seven teams though. Right, but still, the Dolphins a year ago had ten wins and missed the playoffs. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. You know what I mean? So it used to be two years ago, but you're du- right. Double digit wins used to mean you were making the playoffs. It doesn't guarantee that. I think that the race in the South can get a lot closer if the Colts can get on a roll. And Tennessee, like I said, is 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 hurting now because they don't have Derrick Henry. And I like Adrian Peterson a lot. I respect him a lot. But look, he hasn't been in the league for a minute. He's 36 yeah. years old, and as we know, Father Time is undefeated. Unless unless he's going up against Tom Brady, because Tom Brady is whooping his behind. He's right a now. quarterback, though. He's different when it comes to father time and quarterbacks. I, no, I, I totally feel you on that. I totally feel you on that. But we got to cut to a break. We come back. There's some key free agent moves that are coming, and we want to talk about what those moves are and where those guys might land. And these are big-name players that are floating out there. Um, I'll ha- I'll give you a hint. His name rhymes with Ophel Meckham Tunier. Um that's uh just that was terrible that was you yeah, just yeah. you just need to go to break after that that was terrible listen i'm going to break after that jeez i've got stickers on my face q i'm not on my best game this week i'm sorry. obviously um anyways 
This show is brought to you by McDonald's. The episode, This episode of Locked NFL is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving community since 1965. McDonald's has been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and families can come to reconnect, a place where classmates can meet up for a steady group, knowing they'll have dependable Wi-Fi and endless supplies of French fries and McFlurries. Win or lose, it's a place where teammates, competitors in the home team, or the away team can come to recharge. It's the place where you can look forward to stopping at on a long road trip to rest your legs and refuel. I can tell you right now, I did not go into McDonald's McDonald's with these stick with these jet stickers on my face, but I have gone into McDonald's to get some some of that good food. You know, sometimes late night you need you just want to grab some fries and a shake on your way home, or you're on the road, you need a quick breakfast, you don't want to stop for too long. You grab yourself a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit sandwich. That's an awesome way to, to, to get through it. Go to McDonald's, have a positive experience at McDonald's, and head to your local McDonald's today to refuel and reconnect because at, at McDonald's, they always give you something to something to enjoy and at mcdonald's you are loving it i'm loving it sure you don't have stickers on your face i still love it we're keeping it rolling here on the locked on nfl podcast i'm chris carter he's your boy Q. Uh, it's an exciting week in the NFL. I mean, outside of all the games, there's been a lot of craziness. Also, uh, we are also, uh, you know, we were talking about this these games, and um, you know, we're talking about the the Bengals and and they're falling apart. I tweeted after the Steelers beat the Browns. Q. I tweeted that the Steelers broke the Browns because if you followed the that 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 history of you know, it's tough to call it a rivalry because the Steelers have just dominated the Browns for right. so long. That right. playoff win by the Browns is the like the biggest thing that they can hold up to the Steelers over 30 years. Um, and but when you follow this history, you know that there have been six Browns coaches who have been fired the day after or the week after they lost to the, to the Steelers. Like that's that, that that's just like a doomsday situation. And now you have Odell Beckham Jr., the guy you signed for humongous money. His dad goes off on, on social media about Baker Mayfield. You've got the, the Odell Beckham Jr. And, and, and let, let's make no mistake. This is definitely a campaign that he's pushing on his own. He's got athletes across the country. John Morant, Damian Lillard, LeBron James, the LeBron guy James. who brought Cleveland a title. LeBron James. <laughs> uh, the, the guy who brought Cleveland their only title is tweeting out free hashtag free OBJ. That's how bad this situation has been in Cleveland. Yeah. And Cleveland's sticking by their man, Baker Mayfield. You know, this is all revolving around, is it Odell? Is it Baker? Let's be real. Let's be real. Listen, Odell's Odell's been, uh, you know, a drama queen since he was with the Giants. There's no doubt about that. But Baker Mayfield is a below average quarterback. He can't consistently hit the hit outside the numbers. He needs a dominant run game to play off of so that he doesn't have teams focusing on his passing game. And even when that happens, he can't consistently hit targets down the field. He is this has been part of so this is like hey Odell's like listen man I, I, I want if, if we're going to succeed, you need to be able to use your high paid wide receiver. They haven't used him in two years and it's showing um, and I don't, I, I, and that doesn't excuse Odell's actions in these situations, but this whole situation is a mess. The Browns failed to trade Odell Beckham knowing this was a problem. And now the reports are that they're going to release him on Friday. 
Right. It should be interesting. Look, and there's a lot of guilt to go around in this whole issue, I feel like. I think the Cleveland Browns as an organization, uh, the way that they've dealt with Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham. I mean, if you get Odell Beckham, the, the plan is to use him, right? I mean, that's the only reason you acquire him in the beginning is to go ahead and use him. He gets t- teamed t- up with Jarvis Landry. You think, man, it's going to be a good one-two punch. Those guys are best friends. They don't care about who gets what, who gets the, the shine, who gets the rock on their way. And it just hasn't worked out. Now, a lot of this also is on Odell Beckham Jr. for not being healthy. He's been injured the whole couple times, a couple years he's been there with the Cleveland Browns. So uh, when he's been out there, yeah, he's available, but he hasn't really had any kind of chemistry with Baker. I think there's a lot of blame to go around but the one thing I do know without being able to identify the sore the source of of the biggest issue I just know that it's not working you know I mean the relationship's not working so at some point they've got to make a break like you said Friday it sounds like they're gonna they're gonna release him sounds like they're gonna come to some kind of financial agreement and then boom they're gonna release him and then he's got to clear waivers and then who knows what team he'll sign I don't think any team will will claim him off of waivers because then they got to give him that that big fat contract so I think that they'll let him clear waivers and then that's when the games begin. Where does he go? And who is he? Is he a really good wide receiver still, or is he just a guy? That's a, that's a good question. Is, is, he a, is he a wide receiver, or is he just a guy right now? Um, my thing is this, though, is that I, w- when you look at the All-22 tape on the Browns, and especially I looked at it even closer because the Steelers were playing this week, it was a matter of Odo Beckham Jr. is wide open. <laughs> He's wide open so many times. I mean, that's the thing. If the Browns had... <clears throat> And name 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 Kirk Cousins. If the Browns had Kirk Cousins, I think that they would be a much better team right now. If they had a moderately decent quarterback who could just hit an open receiver outside the numbers consistently, they would be they would be a very tough team to stop. But so where should he go? Their- so the question is, where should he go? If 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 he's still the guy, if he's still mm-hmm. a really good wide receiver, and it sounds like they're going to release him, the next step is where does he go? Who should get him, and does he shine there? Who should get him? You know what's crazy? The Rams are, are are loading up, but send them to the Rams. Find, find, if, if I'm Odell Beckham Jr., I don't care about money. I've been making money. I've been getting paid. I want to go somewhere where I can prove to everyone I'm a winner. They didn't even and have I, room for Deshaun Jackson. He just got released. Did, that's, that's true. They didn't have room for him. But I, if, I'm just, if, I'm, if I'm Odell Beckham Jr., I'm like, let me take whatever deal I can get to play with a team that can use, uh, that has a good quarterback, a, strong, a strong-armed quarterback, a good team around you so that you're not trying to lift everyone up. And you can just go there, shut up, play football, make big plays, and then, and then look back and say, see, it was never me in Cleveland. So where that's does he go? I, that's the so, question. So, so where does he go? I, so I mean I, I I look at the Rams. I look at he the can't Rams go to the Rams. Like, they just released Deshaun Jackson. That minimum contract. With no, the I'm, there was I'm, no, there wasn't enough <laughs> balls around for Deshaun Jackson. How's there going to be enough balls for Odell Beckham? Because Odell Beckham Jr. ain't Deshaun Jackson. Oh you, no, you, get you, out here! Ah, uh, get you, out here on you that. Find one. a way. You find a, you find a way to get Odell. Deshaun Beckham Jackson Jr. is a one trick pony at this point in his career. He don't need that much attention. And if they didn't have enough balls to throw to him, look, Cooper Cup is about to break all kind of records. He's going to have five million okay, catches by the end of the cool. season. Who who you? So who else get? You think Robert Woods? I'm bumping. I'm saying, yo, Robert, take a back seat. Odell Beckham Jr.'s here. You 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 playing there? I don't think um, LA is an option. I again, you, if 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 that was an option, I think Deshaun Jackson would still be there. And I'll ask you about Deshaun Jackson in a minute, where he should go because he cleared waivers. He's a free agent. He can sign with anybody at this point. And I got some ideas in my head where he can go. But we'll get. I want to get. I need to. You know. I need to discover you know who, Odell Beckham Jr. right now. 
Where is he going to go? Green Bay? Green, green. Uh, as, as I go, Green Bay Packers. They got about $5.2 million in cap space. Okay. All, all they got is Devontae Adams and Randall Cobb. You give Odell Beckham Jr. to Aaron Rodgers. Okay. He is going to find a way to not only throw the ball to him, but he's going to find a way to vibe with Odell Beckham Jr. Calm him down and be like, look, buddy, I run the show here. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not Daniel Jones. I'm not Baker Mayfield. I've I'm the sheriff around yeah. these parts. You go and 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 he's also going to have Devontae Adams in the same room with him. And as good as Jarvis Landry has been in his career, he ain't no Devontae Adams. No, n- I, n- nobody is. Devontae Adams is special. But I can see I can I can agree with that one. Green Bay is something I can get down with. I can see him wearing the green and gold. I can see him being a Packer and uh, and playing with Aaron Rodgers and being similar to what Antonio Brown is in Tampa Bay with Tom Brady. It's exactly. when a when a when a when a wide receiver who has who has a little bit of temper tantrum issues or, you know, is, is what they call a diva. And I say that in air quotes because whatever, it doesn't really bother me. I don't care. A guy that wants the ball is not, he doesn't bother me at all. But those kind of guys that may get a line, out of line with just anybody don't get out of line with elite guys. As you saw from Antonio Brown, what he does in Tampa Bay with Tom Brady, he gets along with him just fine. Just fine. And let's talk about the other guy you mentioned, Deshaun Jackson. Okay. He's been released. He's looking for a new team. Deshaun Jackson, different story. Yep. It's ridiculous how Deshaun Jackson is still this fast in his career. He's he, he's what 32, 33, however Something old like he that. is. He's ridiculously old to be this fast. I got speed like him too. Sure you do. <laughs> you know what? We're gonna do a live locked on NFL show where you got to run a forty yard dash. Let's do it. You. Am I running against you? you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You oh, run if I just got to beat you, look, I'm like that Red Bull commercial. I ain't got to be fast as a lion. I just got to be faster than you. <laughs> you <just> got, listen, <laughs> that's fine. You can toast me, but everyone will see that. Listen, I know I'm slow. You're the one that just said you got Deshaun Jackson speed. So if you don't run at least a four six, you're in trouble, buddy. Uh, the whole world will see you're gonna run like slow. Like Rich Eisen will beat you in a race. He will not. Um, he will not. He will not. No, you won't. Um, how would you say this though? Because Deshaun Jackson's a different story. Yeah, he he needs a team. What do you think about the Raiders? You're I, the squads you cover. Being I, a squad I think that he can land with. Honestly, I think that would be a good fit. I really do. And there's been people that say, what about Odell Beckham Jr.? People hit me up all the time. I don't think that he fits in that locker room. Uh, I, don't yeah, think, I don't think Odell I Beckham Jr. fits in that locker room. I, and that's just, that's just my gut feeling. That doesn't mean that he doesn't. That's just my gut feeling. I don't think he fits. But I think Deshaun Jackson would because, like I said, he's a guy that can stretch the field. He's a guy that still has wheels. He's a guy that Derek Carr can just let it rip and he can go and go get it. I mean, that's what he wants to do. He wants to run those, those post routes. He wants to run those nines. He wants to do, you know, he wants to, like I said, stretch the field. I think that that would work. He's a West coast guy. I think he wants to stay on the West coast, just like he was in LA. And if you look at what options there are on the West coast, you got the 49ers. uh, They got quarterback questions. You got the chargers. It's a good team. That's a really good team, but you got Keenan Allen and And you, you got Mike Williams and I don't know if you really, you know, Justin Herbert's a really good quarterback, though, so he might want to do that, too, and stay in L.A. But the other option, I think, is to, is to come to Vegas and, and be with the Raiders. And so I honestly, and I said this on the radio uh, on Thursday, my gut feeling tells me he's going to be a member of the Silver and Black when it's all said and done. I really, I, if, I, if I had to sit, look at one of those guys, I would say he's going to be a Raider. I, I, it makes sense to me. Deshaun Jackson to the Raiders, and we have Odo Beckham Jr. to the Packers. Uh, that would just be Packers would be nice for, for Odell Beckham. That, that would be a three-headed monster from hell. Yeah. And Aaron they're a good Rogers. team. I mean, look at them. They they're they're a really good team. Now Jordan Love's going to be the quarterback this week because Aaron Rodgers is out with COVID. Ooh, but that? but 
at some point he'll come back. And, I mean, that's an elite quarterback with an elite wide receiver that at least was an elite wide receiver at one point. And if you can't be an elite wide receiver with that quarterback, then it's on you now. Yeah, that's the thing. If you know, if Odell Beckham fails with Aaron Rodgers, there's no more excuse. No, it's like, on him. Yeah, it, it'll, it'll be completely on him. But I, I will say, Odell Beckham Jr. is getting wide open. And there were some passes that Jarvis Landry dropped, you know, the, the last week against the Steelers. But like, like they're like on the fourth down play, uh, Jarvis Landry beat his man Cameron Sutton, a Steeler, and it took Odell Beckham and it took Baker Mayfield like an extra two or three seconds to find him. And that gave Minka Fitzpatrick all the time to break on the ball and break up the pass on fourth down to get a huge stop. That was the last time the Browns would have the ball in the game. That's the difference when you're playing with with uh, with Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry is that Baker can sometimes hit his man, but he's not nearly consistent enough, especially for being a first overall pick in the NFL draft. But uh we'll see how this plays out. We'll see if the Odo if, if Odo Beckham Jr. gets released and where he goes. I'm sure there will be teams that'll be working to get him. Josina Anderson reported teams were quote unquote sniffing around the yeah. Browns facility to see <clears throat> excuse me what's going on there. But Saints might try about- to go get him too. Saints might try to go get him. They don't have Michael Thomas. He's out for the year. Right, but the Saints are even like they they have the lowest cap space. They have less than a million dollars oh. in cap space right now. Never mind. Like that, they would have to they would have to do some wild stuff right uh to make that happen. Who knows? Maybe they can give them a whole bunch of they can give 20 million dollars in void money, whatever <laughs> the heck that means. Um because they cuz a lot of teams are doing that this yeah. summer. But we got to get to our picks. We'll do that in just a minute. But first I got to tell you guys about Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar is the the best protein t- best tasting protein bar ever. You haven't tried it. Bilt Bar about Bilt Bar now. You are missing out. They say it's a protein bar, but it does not taste like one. You have to try one of these amazing bars yourself to believe it. Most protein bars are chalky, waxy, or just plain hard to choke down. A Built Bar is soft, covered in 100% real chocolate. When you bite into it, you know you're eating something different. It's more of an experience, one that you enjoy. And in fact, you'd swear you're eating a candy bar. Built Bars are low-carb, low-calorie, low-fat, low-sugar, and high in protein all the healthy benefits on top of just being purely delicious so many flavors all the another great thing about built bar is they have all the mouth-watering flavors including coconut raspberry mint brownie called coconut almond salted caramel double chocolate and cherry barcia this month built is coming out with a new unlimited time flavors three for every three to four days check their website out often this month you don't want to miss out by going to built Dot com and use the promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, it's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. We're also brought to you by BetOnline. We're back and better than ever at BetOnline. A new website, oh, a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more prompts, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains in our number one spot for all basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code locked on. That's L O C K E D O N locked on all capital letters, all one word to receive your bonus from basketball to football, to baseball, to postseason, uh, which is now over now, but that was an awesome time. If you got to make some money on the Atlanta Braves, you were probably happy about it, but there's still plenty of NHL action, boxing and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season at bet online, which is the fastest an easiest way to bet on all your favorite sorts bet online where the game starts let's wrap this up here q we keep it rolling here with our double with our double live ad a double ad reads here let's talk about some games here so we got some games hey man i got a question first what's up 
Why you got stickers on your face? No, I'm Man. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I kid. When you came to Pittsburgh, who hosted you? That had nothing get, to do with you having stickers you on your face. Wing spot in the city. That has nothing to do with who you having you stickers drinks? on your face. <laughs> All right. So our first game, we're breaking down six games this week. Uh, we're going to pick some, some games here. We're starting off in the one o'clock hour, the four and four Patriots at the four and four Panthers. Your fighting Matt rules have been fighting. Yeah, just futilely because they've been struggling. They started off red hot. Now they're four and four. They've fallen back. They won last week, I believe. Yeah, but. The Patriots are playing some really good football. I'm going with Mac Jones and the Patriots in this one. You know, I think that the Patriots will probably win this one as well. The thing about it is uh, mm-hmm. Matt Rule is a is a three-year guy. I mean, that's what he is. That's what his plans always are. And I thought early in the season when I was excited by what the Panthers were doing when they got off to that 3-0 and start, I thought, man, he's ahead of the curve. He's got this team cooking in year two, and usually it takes a year three. And then the regress hits. And now they're at 4-4. Four and four, So he's got the makeup of... He's got the, the the team where he wants them. He still needs a quarterback, though. Obviously, Sam Darnold's not the guy. So uh, we'll see what happens after the season, what direction they go. If they go and try to pr- pursue Deshaun Watson and get him out of, out of Houston, if he goes and tries to get a quarterback out of the draft, I don't know what he's going to do, but that quarterback position needs to be solidified. So I think the Patriots have their guy, so I'm going to roll with uh, New England in this one. But Matt Rule's still got those Panthers headed in the right direction. It's just going to take a third year like, like it always does. The Battle of Ohio, the Browns at the Bengals, who have <laughs> done this to me. Yep. Now, here's the thing. I normally would pick the Bengals to just lose. I was to say, you know what? You failed me. You're dead to me, Cincinnati. <laughs> but see, here's the thing. Cleveland's even worse. They have, they're dealing with all that Odo Beckham Jr. nonsense. They're broken after Pittsburgh. I think that they're going to be going on the road to Cincinnati. These two teams don't like each other already. There's going to be a battle. I think the Bengals are a better team in the first place. And I think that they're, they're, they know, like, look, we can't have another letdown game like the Jets. Despite me wearing these Jets stickers on my face because of you, Bengals, I'm picking you to win the game. You better win at home. If you don't, you're going to hear it all week long on the show. Yeah, I think Cincinnati bounces back. I really do. I think they improved to six and two on the season. Um, and, and they just go about their business. It would be six and two, right? Or is it seven and two? They'd be six and three. Six and three. Excuse me. Yeah, six and three. <laughs> I think that they do. They do take that step. I think that they realize the mistake that they made by losing to the Jets last week. Uh, they they overlooked them again. Good teams don't overlook anybody. And I think that they started to feel themselves a little bit. You know, you start smelling yourself. You start reading the headlines. You start hearing guys like us, not us in particular, but just media guys talking about how great you are, and you start believing it. I think they came back to down to earth. They got a reality check, and now they're ready to get rejuvenated. I think that number four overall defense that they had before they played the Jets will show up again and make life difficult on Baker Mayfield and Jarvis Landry and no Odell Beckham Jr. So yeah, I think that they uh, they get the dub on Sunday. Moving along, Raiders at Giants. Normally we wouldn't do could do this game. This isn't a, this isn't a particular right. intriguing man. The Raiders should smash the Giants. Yeah. But the Raiders just can't avoid drama right now they can't avoid horrible situations john gruden getting cup caught up in tweeting and sending out crazy emails with racist with racist references in them and that don't even um, seem bad anymore compared to what they got going on now and henry ruggs i mean jeez i'll tell you right now i'm not trying to make this a whole raiders podcast but man that yeah. that was an emotional and it still yeah. is emotional here in Las Vegas, emotional around the team, emotional around the community. Uh, just horrific, man. A horrific, terrible decision that he made cost a, a young woman her life, only 23 years yep. old. And yep. unfortunately, 
it cost him his life too. I mean, he's he's still alive, but he's 22 years old. He's going to be facing some time in jail. He's lost his career. I mean, everything just went from the penthouse to the outhouse real quick, real fast, and real in a hurry. And it was unfortunate for him. Uh, and it's definitely uh, terrible. And, you know, we have all the prayers in the world for the victim and her family. Uh, but, man, it's just you want to talk about emotions. Emotions have been I've, I've been an emotional wreck all, all week long dealing with everything going on with Henry Ruggs. And so I just I just had to take that that second to, to you know, show that love and dedication to to the family of the of the victim and everything, man. And and hate that for a young man to throw his life away as well. So uh, this is going to be a, a, a weird, strange feeling game on Sunday against the G-Man. Like you said, a game that the Raiders should smash them. But given the circumstances, who knows what kind of emotions they're going to come out with. Yeah, it's it's a lot of crazy stuff that's going on with the Raiders right now. Henry Ruggs, uh, you know, as irresponsible as he was in that in in those in, in that driving 150 ish miles yep. per hour. If if you're driving over 100 miles per hour like that, it's it, you're ridiculous. But then also to, to be below a, a 0.161, yeah, blood alcohol content, on, you know, in, in the test, that's just ridiculously yep. ir- ir- irresponsible but i do appreciate Derek carr saying you know he's gonna try to love him through yep. this and he's in because he knows that henry ruggs needs love and lo- some people say oh how can you he didn't say he was gonna let him off right he's, you know because you know what like you know if 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 you if, if you're if your loved one if your child if your brother if your sister made a dumb mistake you'd still love them you would let them know that they're idiots you would let them know the consequences right. of their actions and you wouldn't you know you wouldn't try to spare them but no. you would let them know like hey i still love you through this and i want you to grow through this this isn't the end of henry ruggs's life it's the end of his nfl career most likely right but um you know but this is a situation where you know he has to bounce back dante stallworth went through this yeah you know one one time so um you know he's yeah this is a crazy time for them but raiders at the giants I think the Raiders actually come out on top in this one. I think that they that they're gonna have a find a way. They're gonna find some resilience here. The Giants are just also not a good football team, right? And I think that that's what that that's the Raiders may will struggle with this game. This will be close. It'll be down to the wire. But I think the Raiders find a way to win. You know, I don't even know who's gonna win this game. I'm not even gonna pick a team. I'm not. Uh, I, I know the Giants, like you just said, aren't very good, and the Raiders are a lot better than them. I'm just intrigued by this game because again, I just want to see how they come out. You know, is it a relief to be onto the field after everything that they've gone through? Is it troublesome to be on the field? You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't know. And the more, the more, the more part of the game that I'm really concerned about is just watching it and observing it. So I'm not even going to pick a side. I'm just going to say it's going to be an intriguing game for everything that's going on. Let's run through these last games fast, Q, because we're running out of time here. Packers at Chiefs, seven and one at four and four, but no Aaron Rodgers. I'm going with the I'm going with the Chiefs. This is my yeah. last time I'm trusting you, Kansas City. You better win with Patrick Mahomes. If you don't, it's disaster season. You know, I'm going with uh, the Chiefs as well, but I'm so intrigued by Jordan Love. I can't wait to see what he could bring to the table. Because, look, this could be the, the beginning of the changing of the guard. You never know what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers after Very this true. season. If Jordan Very Love true. looks the part against Kansas City, say he goes into Arrowhead and wins. Say he goes into Arrowhead and wins. Changes everything. Changes everything. So I'm I'm intrigued. I'm pulling for the young man. I actually hope Green Bay wins. I just think my brain tells me Kansas City's going to win. 
Same here. Cardinals at 7-1 at 3-4. Niners, Cardinals, Kyler Murray's been banged up a little bit, coming off a tough loss to the Packers. I still have the Cardinals winning, though. They're going to find a way to gut this one out, even if Kyler Murray can't play. This team is talented. they got a, they got a tough defense. I don't think the Niners are that good. Niners fall to 3-5. Cardinals rise to 8-1. You know, I just think this is a good NFC West matchup, and you could throw the records out the window, and I know the Cardinals are a lot better on paper and statistically, and they're, they're, uh, you know, their record better than San Francisco. But I think when these NFC West teams get together, man, it's kind of a bloodbath. And so this, this one intrigues me for that reason. I do think Arizona wins, but again, injuries and who's playing and who's not playing could play a major factor into it. I still think that they're better, like you said, than San Francisco, but it's an NFC West matchup, man. It's going to be a fun one. Absolutely. Um, it's It definitely is going to be a fun one. I agree with that. Last game we're talking about here, Sunday night football. Let's go, six baby. And two, six and two Titans at seven and one Rams. I'm sorry. No Derrick Henry. No problem. The Rams will roll this one. And that's what the Indianapolis Colts, who got that big victory on Thursday night. That's what they're hoping as well. No Derrick Henry and uh, Tennessee has no chance. That's what they're thinking. They think they can get back into the race in the South. I think that this is a one step closer for them. I think it helps them uh, get a little bit closer to Tennessee because I do think that the Rams get that victory. It's in L.A. as well, right? It is in L.A. That's the thing. Yeah, They're going to the West Coast. This is going to be a rough situation. It's Sunday night football. I think the Rams roll them in this game. I do too. Cooper Cup, he's on a record pace right now to go ahead and break every record ever known to man for yep, wide receivers. Bad man. I don't know if he's going to keep it up, but man, I, and I hate to be on pace guy, but he's on pace to break a lot of records. So uh, that's another reason to watch this game. Very excited about it. Plus, I want to see Von Miller get a little bit of action, a little bit of burn as he was traded from the Broncos to, ten, uh, to the Rams earlier this week before the trade deadline. So uh, that's another reason to tune into Sunday Night Football besides the fact it's, uh, you know, Sunday Night Football. Q, this is always awesome. I'm going to take these stupid stickers off. No, don't take it out until the show's over, dude. Let me let people know they can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. Well, you can find me talking bad about Chris Carter on Twitter at all times, at your boy Q254, at your boy Q254. That's Locked On Raiders podcast. That's Locked On Bets. Uh, everything I do is always on Twitter. It's like a GPS. It's like a, it's like a tracking device. That's how you can find me at all times on Twitter, and I'll definitely be talking about Christopher Carter, a.k.a. Carter Critiques. You can find Chris Carter at Carter Critiques on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me to get all get all my stuff. I cover Steelers, Pitt football, Pitt basketball. If you want to read about Kenny Pickett, the, the quarterback phenom that everyone has, has everyone talking about moving up their draft boards, I've been covering them all season long. I've been doing film analysis on them. You can get that at DKPittsburghSports.com or follow me on, on Twitter at, at Carter Critiques to see all my work on him. They play they, they play Duke this weekend. He looks like he's probably going to have a big game against them. So follow me. I'll be covering that game there. Um, you can also listen to the Locked On Steelers podcast, just like you listen to the Raiders pod, po podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey. You can also check us out on YouTube, just like you're watching the Locked On NFL podcast here. We thank you from Chris and Q for, for listening to slash watching this. There we go. The last sticker's off. Um, watching this Locked On NFL podcast. We hope that you did watch this on the YouTube channel because then you would have seen all the stickers that I had to wear on my It looked good, man. You look good. So, thank you. I appreciate you. You give me some words of encouragement, but I swear the Bengals will pay for this. And if they lose to the Browns, oh, it's going to be bad. <laughs> well, it's all good. Appreciate you, man. Great show, and we'll be back at it again next week. Yes, sir.